Hello, hello. Welcome to the Back Porch Podcast. I'm Corey Dempsey. And I'm Andrew Bean. This week we have a very special episode. It is called Hot Wings Cold Movies, and we are with the entire APB film crew. There are eight of us on this podcast right now. Not sure how it's going to go. It's the worst fucking idea that we've ever come up with, man. <laughs> Absolute like, pandemonium. <laughs> you and, know Micah, so and, we all know that voice. And while we're doing it, we are going to be eating increasingly spicy wings made for us by John Yost. So two of the guests on this are John Yost and Mike Kahn, who have appeared on our podcast before. Pitch Black for Life. <laughs> Justice for the fucking host. I hate you. So uh, Corey's been wrong twice on this podcast, and it's been wonderful. What? Black Mass over uh, Mystic River. It seemed like you got a little wronged. Yeah, I keep getting fucking wrong, and I hate it, and I hate you. Exactly. Black Mask. Can we? No. Um, The other guests that we have with us are Jim Powers. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? Uh, Joe Geidel. How's it going? Victoria Diana. Hello. And Joe Stengeman. How are you doing? I'm John. What's up? John, (laughs) what the hell was that name? We got our names crossed over here. You know what's great is that he's done this before, too. We got Joe, John, Jim, John. We got John Gettle and Joe Stegman here. Sorry, John. We didn't mean to. Stegs works as well. Stegs works? I mean, we've been trading movies, so we could trade names. I'm glad we worked this out right now. It's Yost and Stegs. That's how we're going to differentiate the Johns. Perfect. And... So what we are going to do here, it's hot movie or hot wings, cold movies. And each time uh, we get a new wing, someone is going to give their movie choices. We've already determined our order with a randomizer. They are going to give the case for their two movies. One of those movies is an independent movie. The other is a big budget movie. The way we delineated this was 15 million. Under is an indie. Over is a big budget blockbuster. Uh, we had to be a little loose with that, so you know, don't kill us. Uh, Jeez, yeah, that's generally how that. it's going to be. It's basically like you, you seen the show Hot Ones. It's just going to get increasingly hotter. Some of us are gonna. Yeah. Anyways, there's John. Just imagine Rose. this is the Indonesian version of Hot Ones. This is the Indonesian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way to look at it. But yeah, we're, we're we got a little bit of a different take, where at least we're trying to add a colder element into it. Right. We're going to be talking about cold movies, but there's some of us who are going to be suffering throughout most of this, and uh, it probably will be me, uh, and I think a few others, at least as we previously indicated. So, um, other note: we are in South Troy, so. Every now and again, you may hear fireworks. Over country. <laughs> That's what hope. they call them. If we, it goes off, you hear it. Not much we can do about it. Right. So it's not. It's not somebody playing heat upstairs. It's. <laughs> it's. It's a firework. Now I kind of wish we were talking about heat. We are playing. while eating ice cream. We are playing heat. We are playing right. heat. Right I want to talk about heat at all times, but we are talking about cold movies. And cold to movies. join us in this cold movie is a cold beer. We had to get. Just the coldest. Of yeah, the cold. we had to. We had to get the. We had to go to the Rockies, and which will fit with at least one of these movies oh, that we're going to be discussing. Probably a few. Um, Spoilers. But yes, wow. we had to get the always. I don't even know. Reliable. Don't say reliable. It's not. Reliable. It's not reliable. <laughs> Anyways, hey guys, it's Coors Light. It's Coors Light. So we're going to be drinking Coors Light. Are the mountains blue. I feel refreshed. I don't know about you, but that sounds 
cold. I'm ready to get hot. I this feel, is the coldest. I'm already hot. You know it's good it's right. because it's cold. It also has it has the sunglasses on the side, so you just know they're that cool. Wow, you are so cool. Do you guys right? have a sponsorship going? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could. Light, special sponsor. You are like All right, so we are going to get into our first wing. Yost is not telling us what it is. We are going to be in <laughs> for a, a little child. bit of a surprise. <laughs> Yeah, child and a fucking masochist. Let's do this. This yeah. is apparently supposed to be like the, 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 the you know the least of it. Number one, baby. All right, that's reasonable. Mm. That's pretty well, damn good. That's, that's nice. nice. That's nice. Delicious as fuck. All right, so first up is Andrew Beam. He got the first choice in the draft. It is not rigged. Somehow not rigged. No. Mm. Beam, make your case for your first movie. What do you got? All right, so I'm going to talk about the big budget one first. And the first one I'm going to go with, coming in at $70 million for its budget, the Sylvester Stallone starring Cliffhanger. Of course. Ooh, now, of course. the reason why I think it ha- Cliffhanger has to be involved in this is because, well, one, it takes place in the fucking cold. Uh, it takes place in uh, in the Rockies while they're doing some ice climbing. Doing, you know, So basically, uh, Sylvester Stallone's character in this game is a uh, – basically, he does rescue missions when, uh, when, when you know, climbers are you know, in trouble. And a couple things happen. He accidentally dropped a woman who happened to be his partner's girlfriend. That's neither here nor there. Um, but what I really want to talk about is how much the cold plays a part in this. First off, like again, there is snow everywhere. An avalanche literally causes part of the conflict where they lose some of the money that the uh, that these robbers, I guess, who are trying to rob the U.S. Treasury, which they do have a man on the inside with them, they're trying to take all this money out of a suitcase. Sylvester Stallone's uh, character Gabe just takes it, throws it into the avalanche after they try and shoot guns at him, causing said avalanche. The other thing, too, is that there's literally a stunt where Sylvester Stallone is snowboarding down a mountain on one of the bad guys. Like on his <laughs> and- frozen body? No, the man was alive and like awake and <laughs> alert alive, and just awake. kind of just being like, uh, like just kind of groaning the entire time. Have you ever watched a Sylvester Stallone movie? Yeah, it's fucking, man. no, I'm just saying it's fucking phenomenal. It's a great stunt because then the guy, he jumps off of the guy, takes the ice pick, puts it into the side of the mountain and, you know, is able to survive. Um, they literally take his coat as collateral because they're like, hey man, he's going to be super fucking cold up there, but we're going to take his coat because we're going to make sure he doesn't steal the money. I mean... I mean, there's just so much in this where it's a solid first pick. It's there's so it's much. Like everything is impacted guess. by the snow. Like them actually nodding his head at that stunt <laughs> idea. Like dude, that's exactly dude. Every every right. every part of it is too. They're they're having to be cognizant of like what the weather is when they fly the helicopters. Like just just everything about it. Quintessential cold weather film. Absolutely. Yeah. Stegs, you love this movie. Talk to us about yeah, please. Love, I know. And what I to be to be completely transparent. You actually gifted this to me. Not that it would have mattered, oh. seeing I have the first pick, but you did say that I could have it, so I, I appreciate and that. And I know I just Collusion. I, mean, I just get I get excited to hear other people talk about Russia. Things. That's where it comes from. No, I think for see sure. most for important sure. part about these is it has to be in the cultural zeitgeist to be you know to be for a blockbuster. For I'm it to sorry, be the best winter. What did you just say? Of cultural, cultural zeitgeist. zeitgeist? Get with you. it, man. Oh, get it on the link. It's got to be there. And sure. in uh, with cliffhanger, I mean, it's been. It's been uh, mocked in like so many other movies. <gasps> mocked, I, I will use oh. that because it has been properly mocked. But you know, uh, Ace Ventura, you know, but, the, but also the stunt in between the two planes, one of the all-time best stunts, if not, I oh my it's, god, it's top three stunt of all it's time. It's so intense. You said they did so that good. practically, right? We oh yeah. In fact, that? it's I forget the term for that, but um, it's the most expensive stunt, stunt of all time. Yeah, stunt bump. So basically, like the stunt, the stunt man demanded a million dollars, and no one's ever beat that since, and they paid him, and uh, it's. Awesome. Uh, I, I love yeah. how John Stegman is, is, is. He's making the case making for the case me. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I want the, here's the thing. Absolutely. It's because it's that good of a fucking movie. 
I know Alex Hanold for whatever it's worth, the dude who did Free Solo. You know how you see those people on like GQ oh interviews yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about like how accurate mm-hmm. something is? I'm, I'm, I think Cliffhanger wasn't very accurate. No shit. <laughs> no shit. Well, at what point? At what point did you look at the man snowboarding on another man and go, "This is realistic"? <laughs> I mean, I it's mean, something that I want to do at least once in my life. It's well, he does it All right. So, anyways, that's your that's your block. that is my blockbuster film. Oh, what's the indie? It's my indie pick is the movie Frozen. Wait, with the with the with Olaf the snowman? <laughs> no, no. no. Do people actually not know? Frozen, dude. Does everyone know oh, that? Not, like, yeah. not the cartoon. Is, it, is the one where the guy's hanging off like a like a? It's snow. the horror film about three people trapped on a ski lift. Right. Yes, yeah. Sean Ashmore. Yeah. Now, yes. yes I, I mean, with this, um, the reason why I think this film is perfect on this list. One, the reason why I think it's an indie film is I couldn't find a shred of evidence of what its budget was. I have no fucking idea. It literally looked like they four million. It. Was it four million? I mean, just How do you low. just know off. that, Micah? Because he just made it up. <laughs> Fair enough. It's definitely four million. Yeah. And the reason why I say four million because <laughs> if it's over four million, it's a union film, and I doubt they had a union group. Or you think about it too, just a low budget film. It looks like they kind of made some deal with the ski resort, and just somehow, like you know, were able to do after hours shit there. Yeah. Like it just yeah. and and yeah. I saw the rig that they used sort of with it too to film it. It was great. But anyways, the reason why this has to be a cold film is. Um, literally the entire like m- like basically antagonist is the cold in this film. Well, and wolves. <laughs> the wolf, but the problem is, is that the there's cold is what forces them yes. down to actually be attacked by the wolves. I mean, there's just several, of course, mentions of like you know the weather itself. Like when the lift stop, you got literally one of the main characters, Joe, yelling, "It's freaking cold out here." I feel like that's a pretty good acknowledgement of how cold it is. Um, that's what one of the say. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe would say that. I would say that. If it was cold. And as Joe said, cliffhanger is not real. Obviously, <laughs> saying it's cold out when it is cold is very real. So it has that same <laughs> as well. For me, for being a person who skis, that seems like a nightmare. Yeah, I I have never seen this film, and the reason why is because when it came out, I was a ski instructor. And this was my greatest fear. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the when worst. I used to snowboard. It, it, it that was the biggest fear, like getting yeah. up the mountain. As soon as I came down the mountain, it was fine. It was but fine. Like, getting up there was getting up was terrifying. I hated, I hated when it was windy and you felt like you were gonna get thrown off. Yeah, yeah. skiing. And they're just experiencing this while just like trying yeah. to sleep. Some trying to pee. Trying to survive. Actually, yeah. I was at there's this little small ski resort. Uh, resort. It, it is a small ski hill. It's called West Mountain. So they do Ooh. night skiing there, and I was literally there, and the ski lift broke down. And thankfully, I wasn't on it, but it was broken down for like two hours at night, and people just started jumping because they couldn't take it. Yeah, and I mean, would just take their chances, like jumping and falling. It wasn't that high, like where some of them were, but yeah. So I have not had the ball so to speak to watch this film yeah i mean this play movie plays perfectly into all the anxieties that come about with like a mountain going up lifts the cold wolves and wild animals it's incredible so i was out in big sky and i got stuck on a chair <gasps> and, and that's like a legit wow. mountain there for, like, terrifying. for like four hours four whoa and well, <sighs> boy it, it was june <laughs> wow! Jesus Great God. suspense there. That, that was really, really good. good. That was really well done. It started snowing and then sleeting and then raining and then snowing again. And like we eventually got down and they gave us like the space blankets and the hot chocolate and stuff. Don't sue us. Blankets. The blankets. <laughs> the, the don't, don't sue us blankets. blankets. <laughs> I can't imagine being stuck up there 
and I didn't see this movie, and it sounds probably like garbage. Is it? No, actually, no, it's actually quite. Good. It's actually so. Here's I the mean, thing the about this: is kind of iffy, but like <laughs> they can't all be. Yeah, it's the, listen, it's kind of the little things of just like the conversations, the dialogue that they're having. Joe is constantly trying to be like favorite Christmas present, favorite whatever you know, name this. Just okay. trying to get people to. <laughs> trying to get people to like stop thinking about the cold and like sort of the situation that they're in and just you know well it seems like a good a good start for an indie film in the terms of that it's hard to make an indie film in the cold right because there's so much logistically involved in making a film a and then b you're gonna do it in the cold or you're going to not do it in the cold but you're gonna like pepper everything with fake snow which would cost money so like indie films are like we, we've all figured this out are tough to find yeah and this is solid because i definitely was with you i, I, I know what film you're talking, and i saw like the rig they did a lot of it like in a studio and like it was good like you know that that's it's and a, it didn't it's, really come off that way yeah. in no, no, the totally. movie at all it's like it's like a it's like an indie snow uh reservoir dogs horror film of, of that kind of thing like because they did it in one spot and so that, so that's kind of the indie stuff so yeah um all right good picks man Good picks. Really good picks. Beam, yeah. I'm proud of you. You yeah, know what? Solid. I felt solid. really good coming into this about it, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, very yeah. nervous about what my placement would be, but got well, picked first. No, this fucking guy, John over here, Stags. Yeah. Look at you. It'll be interesting. The yeah. assist. Should be assist. It'll be fun. Get, the, the farther we get along, it'll just be more interesting for me. Yeah, yeah, so you got some weird backups. All right, so All right. let's get to our second wing. This is going to be slightly hotter. Ooh. Again, we don't know we what don't the fuck know this is. We don't know because John doesn't want us to. So. All right. I like that a lot. It's mm. very tasty, but I feel like it's actually less spicy than the first. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I feel like you fucked with us here. No, this is genuinely. I, 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 I am going by the. This is a really good wing. Yeah, yeah. This, this, is a, this, this feels like a chicken wing that like wasn't put in any hot sauce whatsoever. Getting in there. John, what's the Scoville on this? <laughs> Can you show us on a chart? I'll tell you on a fucking chart. I don't know. I feel like this one might. Ooh, there it creeps a little bit. You are searching, my friend. You are that's selling that. That's got me feeling confident. Like, I, I thought that was very nice. nice. Oh my God, I'm going to have stuff in my teeth. So, all of this has come to you without butter. And Thanks. It's, you know, Earth Balance, I'm actually kind of sold. I think I'm going to like start yeah, making all my wings. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. This episode is brought to you by Earth Balance. Earth Balance. Does dairy make you bleed out your asshole? It does. A subsidiary of Coors Life. Who's, who's number two? Victoria. Oh, Victoria. Should A, write all future Earth Balance commercials, and B, you are up. What are your uh, cold you. movies? What do you got? I'm going to start with the indie because it's probably – my big budget is, like, very strong. It's going to be hard to beat, but my indie, I had a hard time finding. Ooh, coming with serious confidence. I, I am coming hard. with fighting words here. So, But I'm going to start with the weaker one because you should end strong. Um, for my indie film, it's, it's actually $5 million over what our – Limit was gonna be. <laughs> it might be disqualified. Yeah, but it, it is. is one of my favorite films. It is a classic, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Wow. Yes. Ooh. I actually I saw that, and I'm I'm actually gonna I'm gonna side with you. Um, I saw the budget. I'd say uh, yes, it's definitely a blockbuster, and uh, not my, never mind. I'm not gonna side with you. You're you're disqualified. As Micah says, it has the indie spirit, and I chose it as a cold movie. Not only because I don't know many indie movies, but also because it, the whole catalyst is that it is cold, and they go to Montauk in the winter, which is an absurd thing to do because nobody goes Absolutely. to Montauk in the winter. I mean, and if you're depressed, if you're. <laughs> Way to call me out. 
How was your trip to Long Island? Why would you go to Long Island <laughs> at all? But I, I chose it because the main plot line is in the winter. And again, the catalyst is that they are both going to Montauk, to the beach, in the middle of winter. Which, who would do that? What a weird thing. What a strange thing. They do it because they got special memories there that they don't remember. This movie was directed by Michelle Gondry. As I said, it was $5 million over, so it was a $20 million film. But I still think it counts as an indie film because it has that, as Micah would say, the indie spirit. I actually completely agree that I, it has the indie spirit. Oh, oh I agree. This I actually agree. Movie through and through. And like, as far as a cold movie, all of the iconic shots in this movie, like when they're on the Charles River together, yeah. like, and it's yeah, frozen yeah. over, yep. cold. So yeah. I, I actually think this should yeah. count. I fully agree with the. Like, I think Thank iconic you. imagery does have to factor in, yeah. and literally every still that yeah. you when you picture that movie is them it's on cold. the ice, or I mean, even on the beach. Like if they're wearing like Donald yeah. Trump sweaters, yeah, it's, it's, like, up. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a wrapped up movie, up. and and also it doesn't. It's not like it's like tangentially associated with cold and also yeah. skirting the holiday line because there's no holiday in that at all. Yeah. So, so we're good It's almost there. like the Lewin Davis. Like, like that movie's not really about mm. cold but the guy always never has a jet. Uh, it's not, it's not even Davis. like eyes wide shut where there's like twinkle lights scattered in every scene. Like it is literally just like cold. And even when they break into the house it's off season. That's why the people aren't there. Yeah, yeah. So, it's definitely a cold movie. <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut gets me so hot. It's a Christmas movie. Eyes Wide Shut is a, a holiday movie. This is going to turn into. Die Hard and all wearing masks right now. No, I don't know. They're both holiday. That's films. why they're off the table. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned no holiday films. It's a little. It's a little difficult to ever because like my wife and I will watch Die Hard every Christmas, but I don't know if I can convince her for Eyes Eyes Wide Shut. God, it's a fucking bad. Oh, there's there's. Start with Lethal Weapon. Like every white movie right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Perfect. Every you will couple. either be stronger or That's break good. up by the end of it. What do we do now? We are <laughs> we are eventually going to do a. It's the greatest last. A films that you should never see with your significant other. Oh, yeah. And Eyes Wide Shut has to be on that Somebody list. Somebody has Force Majora on, on this list. list. <laughs> I, I, Don't I, give me my case uh, for Eternal Sunshine. I also love the end. As we're talking about ends of movies, I also love the end of Eternal Sunshine where. Is he's just like she's like, but we're gonna hate each other at the end of this, and he's like, okay, mm. and they, he just decides to go into it anyways. I just think that's such a beautiful ending right of on, that yeah. movie. My big budget movie is actually one of my favorite movies. Uh, this one is literally perfect for this topic. The villain of this movie is global warming. The hero oh, of this no, movie no, is no, a paleo no, climatologist. No. One of my favorite movies by one of my favorite directors, The Day After Tomorrow. <laughs> so why should I watch this movie about cold chasing you Jake Gyllenhaal in the library? You should watch this movie. No, he does the disaster movie to absolute perfection here. Okay, and one thing I'm going to say is that Something again. First off, this director I really like. One who, of my favorite the movies. Director? His the name is Roland Emmerich. He did oh, one no. of my actually it's my. It's the disaster movie. Absolutely, yeah. not just disaster movie. He did a great movie called The Patriot that is an epic of epic proportions. I never watched. It is that a beautiful movie. It, it is a beautiful worst. movie. Yeah. Yeah. This movie, oh, yeah. something so that this director does really, really well. It's just why I like it so much. Is that he does secondary characters super strongly. And that is something, for instance, mm. a movie that I like, I like, which is Edge of Tomorrow. I thought the weak, the biggest weakness of that movie was that the secondary characters 
were so weak. I was like, why do I care about them? Like, they come in in the third act, and I'm supposed to care. That that movie doesn't require the side characters as much as. Uh, um, I think it does. Yeah. I think when they were all dying in the third act of Edge of Tomorrow, not to do a side tangent, but I felt like I was like, why do I care? I don't know these characters enough, though. But I will say, yeah, Edge of Tomorrow kind of feels like it's like trying to be a James Cameron movie, but it's not quite. It's still solid. But anyways, the, something that I really appreciate about Day After Tomorrow is that the side characters and the little side stories are also well-rounded that you really care for all these people even though you're only some of them you're only seeing for maybe five minutes three minutes mm. at most ten minutes and i think that is something that that director or writers did a really good job with did he do um independence day yes he yeah. did so he like did so like 2012 too right yeah well we won't talk about that but so like in you're right because like in independence day like um, I forget that uh, the actor's name. It's the uh, flamboyant. I'm Harvey say gay. Feinstein. Yeah. Randy Quaid. Uh, oh, I gotta call my mom. Yeah, yeah. I gotta call yeah. my mom. There's like a moment where it's like really yeah. kind of sad. But, you know, you're right. Yeah. He like he he. You're right. He's kind of the king of if he's gonna make these disaster movies, he's yeah. gonna make you give a shit about for every like character. just one second. Just like yeah. there's here we're going here, and this person is like a mo like yeah. So I will I I will give you that for sure. Yeah. It is something really strong. Yeah. Well, what I want to hear from you, Victoria, though, yes. I've heard about these side characters. Yeah. Your your love for Roland Emmerich. Why cold? It's Thank the you. villain of the movie. You could it say is. that the you could say that the vice president, which was a perfect cast as a Dick Cheney lookalike, oh. is a quasi villain. But the real villain of this movie movie is weather is cold and so that's why i had to choose this one because it's i think the perfect movie for what we're talking about so so i was for blockbusters thinking about yeah. day after tomorrow and then Sutherland. i have a lot of nostalgia for that movie so yeah. that theaters I, yeah like yeah. it i yeah. had a date to that movie and <laughs> don't tell your wife hey we gotta talk about casting too because like yeah. there's some quality there's a quality cast uh, in that there's movie. a character actors but Dennis Daddy Quaid like, young Jake Gyllenhaal before he was yeah. like actually Jake Gyllenhaal but hey yeah. great and also there's some quality like practical stunts of, in addition to like yeah. real stuff the only the only knock on that and granted this was kind of just a sign of the times but yeah. those wolves are pretty that's rough. exactly yeah. what the I said to my crazy. do you know who nailed the wolves Frozen? Frozen. Frozen nailed the fucking wolves. What do you yeah, yeah, I just yeah. want to add one thing about Roland Emmerich is that through the disaster and the end of humanity, he reminds you that we do have some. Oh, Jesus Christ. Get All the right. fuck out. I want to talk about wolves. Get the action. I'm out of here. All right. So that is a hell of a case for the day after tomorrow. So we are going to our third wing. It is supposedly increasingly spicier. Oh, there's a little more. Mommy, mommy just ate all that. What was that? It would be nice if we could know what sauces we were. This one, this one is a more of a, it's an oil-based uh, sauce, which is really cool. Mm. And it has like a lot of just the, the spices just floating in the oil. And then you, you, you splash that. And that's that little, last one was yeah. literally magic. All right, Jim, you are up third. What do you got, man? Okay, so that, that wing was the spiciest so far. <laughs> For you. Are you okay? Person, are you all right? Is it going okay? I'm good. I'm really? Good. It just caught me up a little bit. More in your, in your, you got in your life or just, just now? Things are going well. Okay, good. Mm. So, uh, Indy, it's uh, skirting the line. Okay. Wind River. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. 2017. It's a good one. That's, That's a good, good one. one. And I like Tyler Sheridan movies mm -hmm. in general. Yeah. 
L-I-R. rustic L. Yeah, I kind of live in that zone in life. And I like that. The cold killed the the catalyst for the movie. I think she mm-hmm. died mm-hmm. running away. Uh, her lungs exploded from the cold. <laughs> Apparently, if you suck in sub zero temperatures, the alveoli in your lungs expand, fill with blood, and explode. That's true. That's what the yeah, viewers wanted to know. And so that's that's how the antagonist at the end dies. <laughs> okay. well. Spoiler. Spoiler, after I said it. <laughs> John Barenthal in that movie fucking rocks his yeah. three minutes of screen time. Yeah, that's absolutely. Uh, he, like, literally just comes out of nowhere. Hawkeye did a pretty serviceable job. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkeye does. Like I'm every Hawkeye. movie. Yeah. Great. Wow. He's got a really kind of leathery face in this movie, and I thought he looked pretty good. You know, I like the idea of indigenous relations with federal agencies and the lack of help when you need it. Sure. But it's built into the system to not help, yeah. unless it's the worst case scenario, which is a homicide for them. The cold itself, in terms of winter, not only is what kills it, but it's also the coldness within that community yeah i mean this is a phenomenal movie and you're you're absolutely right that there's the metaphorical cold as well as the literal cold stegs what do you got on wind river well i mean just going i love this movie so much this is one of my favorite movies it definitely is one of my top movies of that decade like it's just um it also got kind of flew under the radar because it was actually the last weinstein movie before weinstein hit and like so it kind of didn't really get any awards consideration so it kind of flew under and like just in and of itself, it's for a, a reason. It's a, no, but I mean, like in and of itself, it's a great, just like thriller. Yeah, and I think this movie is one of those old school '70s thriller where like not a lot happens until it finally explodes. It's just building yeah. and building and building and establishing oh, tension, yeah, and then it's just like this burn. one. Yeah huge explosion of violence I and it feels earned and, re- and it rewards, it rewards i actually haven't patience. seen it either it was on my list oh. of like in terms of looking for because no. in terms of indie films it was, it was slim pickings yeah. Yeah. and no, this is one hard. that i was going to pick it's but it's tough too because like the budget of the movie is right at like 13, right at the 11 yeah, yeah it's right there at the and you've got at the time that it came out full-on a-list actors you got like wanda vision you've got you got the avengers two of the avengers so these people are leading this movie i'm sure the the majority of that budget went to them yeah because the rest of it's just like here's some fucking snowmobiles let's do this yeah it's a i love that kind of ragtag snowy cold let's we'll throw a camera out there like like they're they're out in fucking Wyoming. It, there ain't you, can't, fucking you can't really fake that. Yeah, they're not know? faking that. No. Wait, what's the blockbuster, Jim? So uh, my blockbuster is 1972's Jeremiah Johnson. Wow. Oh, oh that's cut. a deep cut. Yeah. Wow. Robert Redford? Sydney yeah. Moore. What's that? Robert Redford? Yes. Yeah, Robert that's Redford. a hot one. This is a major part of my career arc, major part of my interests. This is a mountain man movie from the 70s. You mountain man. A, famous, <laughs> a very famous meme. Oh, well, that right, one too. Right, Everyone thinks it's Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> that's the last frame of Jeremiah Johnson. Wow. Of him waving. So this is Jeremiah Johnson. The uh, So he's a mountain man, and he comes out into the wilderness of uh, similarly themed to Wind River, out to Wyoming and the southwest, northwest, and yeah, comes out there, best. gets the help of Bear Claw, the old mountain man. <laughs> Gotta love the names. Of I'm sorry, that's a great fucking name. He's like, just, he's just <laughs> living off the land, well. right? He just lives off the land. He ends up taking a, taking a wife, and uh, they come and they burn his fucking cabin. Oh. But it's it is 100 percent 
struggling through the cold, struggling through the winters. Has a little into the wild nature about it, but like with like a murder I twist. I feel like I feel like this movie inspired a lot of those people. All right, so let's go to our fourth wing now. Fourth? Yes, fourth yeah, wing. Yeah, we're on our fourth. I was wondering that too. I'm now questioning like what Scoville levels are. And yeah, what I'm yeah, showing exactly. on the show. Are they like, are they subjective? I just want to throw out that these wings are wonderful. <laughs> All right, so I was Mike, born I'm, that way. Great. So we do that and we're taking an intermission. So what do you got? Great. I got my first pick, my indie film pick, Fargo. It's it's a a the, the obvious and, and I mean, probably the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> Solid any Here's the thing. Literally thought that was good. That was only big budget. And that is Seven my bad. Uh-huh. Here I am. I, I had a lot of trouble deciding because you guys were deciding between five million and stuff like that. I was like, Fargo's one of my favorite movies. Uh, I'm a big Coen Brothers fan. Um, and literally one of the main things that gets the Francis McDormand's character to pursue the... Uh, Steve Buscemi's character is the accident that happens because of the cold. Um, I don't have to say much about this movie because the movie's fucking awesome, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know anybody who doesn't like this movie. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I never heard Micah yeah. just be like, I don't have to say much about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if the TV, show, the TV show might be fucking like better than the, than the movie. I know it's saying. How many beers have you had, Joe? Oh. <laughs> oh. Exactly. No, how many, how many, how many trulies has the man fucking had? Yeah, really, yeah. the question. How many marijuana so cigarettes? I love a truly. This was the hard part for me was choosing a big budget film because mm-hmm. most of the winter films that I love are big budget. So like I had to like come down off my top three, which was, if you guys are curious about it, it's yeah. out cold. Nope. You're giving you're giving things to your competitors here. Great, I'm gonna go without cold. No, no. Oh, you're gonna go without cold. Unless you're gonna cut that out. No, please go without cold. I want to hear the argument. That's a that's a great. My choice was cool. Great choice. Cold. Uh, I do like out cold. We have discussed this on our podcast before. We didn't talk as much about the cold element of it. Yeah, Micah, you're just. Revealing that you don't listen to our podcast. Rude. I have a lot of <laughs> I, have my, I have my own interviews to do. Bro. Tell us about the, the Romeo and right Juliet of skiing movies. It's Casablanca, but okay. Casablanca. I, yeah, I'll one of my favorite winter movies because it's basically Casablanca on a ski mountain. Um, it's literally what it is. They even go out of their way to make references to Casablanca, but it is literally Casablanca to a T where the like the the main character has to give up his infatuation with this woman he's been in love with since he met him like what Cancun or something like that Cancun. and then Frank she Frank. literally flies away in a plane like come on it's Casablanca the king of the mountain sequence I still quote to this day for no reason when I drink beer in my mind I'm always saying king 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 of the mountain king king anyways those are my picks ah, dude I've seen that movie and I can honestly say no 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 I love the movie no no I just want to say you said make an argument for the cold it's called out cold it's in, it's in a ski resort it's like <laughs> but yeah when I say make a case for the cold yeah, sure it can be in the fucking cold but how does the cold impact yeah. and I mean it's a ski mountain resort film uh, but is the cold the, the villain yes, of your movie literally, literally the inta- like the last act of the movie is all about them skiing down the mountain once again to save their I'm cattle. sorry the, the, the only reason why I brought it up is on out cold pretty hard right now is because of out cold, and I'm like, dude, just like tell us how the that cold movie is. doesn't happen without the cold as as the end of the game. It's a it's a <gasps> integral character in the movie. That's Victoria, all go ahead. Guys, I need to say something because I'm gonna go against out cold Ooh. and say Whoa. yeah, and say that it feels like a movie similar to like Beer Fest or yeah, what, yeah. What, no, it's what, accurate. Was the, what was the cop one? 
Oh, Super, Super Troopers. Super Troopers. So just, it feels, it feels a like broken the, lizard movie. I know it's going to be cold later. It just, it's yeah, the it's situation back home. <laughs> if the cold is Victoria's going to be Zach Galpinex yes. in the hot tub. Yeah, you were going to be left out in the cold. Stegs, go ahead. One of the things that's going on is while the other ones might be better entries because the villain is the cold, that was not the challenge. The challenge was... The environment itself just has to be cold. And, you know, it's called out cold. It's in a fucking mountain. Uh, it kind of qualifies. It might not be as strong. It qualifies. It I was qualifies. just trying to argue. I was saying make a better case for Do why. Do I have to? It's yeah. called out cold. Yeah. What I, will I can tell you what my original – I can tell you what my original choices were when yeah. I first thought about this anymore. podcast. And it's two movies you guys mm. have never thought of ever in the, your life. Oh, dear. You I can't say that. I don't want to spoil the, fir- it, the indie film is cold in July. Smug oh. bastard. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. Because it's about the winter of a man's life. It's metaphorically, wow. but it's based yeah, in July, bro. Exactly, but it's you a cold moment in this podcast, bro. Right, and then the studio film was Akiru. <laughs> Kurosawa's classic. Oh, because this is what I expected. Okay, okay. okay. Ring, so, so. <laughs> These are the movies. Fargo and Outpost, like that. You, you're definitely playing against that. That makes a lot more sense. So after I choose my That's really basic, true. straightforward choices, I'm going to flex on everyone about how much I know about movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, is, that is Micah. Movies? I wanted to. Hey, Akira Kurosawa. Ever heard of him? <laughs> Toshiro Mufune. Who's that? He's not in. <laughs> Tell me more. So, I like horror films. That's my so, thing. I love it. It's so good. I would love. Steggs is a hype man because yeah, I, I swear to God he's just making the case for everyone's movies want, each and every time so far and it's a wonderful like, thing John be like I'll say something and be like walk away and he's like well actually do what John <laughs> like, he appreciates what you brought to the table but you're not quite giving yeah. it you know? I'm, I'm here for, I'm, I'm the post press conference to clarify the points <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah 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 you're 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 the team that you know you're the players of the team that went out and like gave explanations for the game he's the PR guy that goes so what he really meant was <laughs> he'd be so. a good guy doing like damage control in like yeah. the White House what man? do you think yeah. I have to do for you guys all the time <laughs> dude you're better at the job right. I once had <laughs> All right, so let's get to wing number five. Here we go. Apparently, this is where it goes up a bit. Yeah, oh, it slipped out of my hand. There's definitely an uptick in the kick, though. Yeah. Still good. Still got a lot of uptick flavor in the kick. I like it. Oh, no, that's some good-ass flavor, though. The I like first that. eight are, are my most flavorful hot sauces I'm giving you guys. Um, All right, so, Joe, you're up. Fifth choices. Yeah. Things are getting slim. Although a couple classics still on the board. Yeah, I'm surprised, yeah, I'm surprised what's left. It's got me questioning myself because I kind of thought – all the classics might be taken, and I think everybody thought that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we're at the point where it's like, oh, someone's got to fucking pick that, right? Wait, you're telling Definitely. me Cliffhanger wasn't a classic? Dude, that was absolutely a classic. Out of the gate, classic. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I went number one pick. <laughs> so what do you got? Uh, the first one I want to talk about, and it's on the it's on the precipice of mainstream and indie. So okay. I'm, I'm still like, I'm deciding halfway through talking right now what we're going to be talking about. But it's in Bruges. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that qualifies mm. indie. I think yeah, that's indie. Yeah. Shit! Yeah, that's, that's, the spirit of that's definitely that has the very it's a much the spirit million dollar of film, indie. which it's was at our right. the inception of that story is incredibly interesting. How he was in Bruges and he found himself incredibly, you know, like super enamored with the architecture and the history behind this place, which is essentially like a a place that's been preserved since the 12th century. It looks exactly the same. It's a medieval town, but also being incredibly bored. And so the idea came from him while visiting here that, you know, these two characters, one is Ken, the other is Ray, Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell, who uh, have this incredible banter going on throughout the entire film where one dude, you know, they're sent here, they're hitmen sent here to like wait, essentially, and they're in, they're in purgatory. And, and that's, and that's what I find so interesting about the film is, is there's like 
all this religious symbolism going on where they're literally in, in purgatory, but also like the, the city of Bruges is almost in purgatory because it hasn't changed in forever. Yeah. And also like emotionally, they are, they are in purgatory where they're sort of awaiting judgment for the actions that have been done that have led them to this place. Right, yeah, yeah. It's a quality um, entrance. I like this entrance. Yeah, yeah. Like That's your big budget. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely love this film. I think it's phenomenal. I The dialogue is incredible. I, when you were talking about their banter, I just go to this one scene where they're in this old church, and he's like, hey, there's a vial of Jesus Christ's blood. He's like, do I have to go see it? He's like, do I have to? Do I have no, you don't to have to. I will relentlessly quote in Brood. As a cold movie, too, it's also like unusual in the context of what we've selected so far because it's like while you're not out, there's like not direct snow everywhere or anything like that. Like part of it is just the stillness of like they're just waiting around. This idea of purgatory and being like out in the cold in yeah. Belgium, like it works It works on a lot of levels. Yeah, I, I really respect this. What's yeah. your, your blockbuster I like that pick, yeah. What you got blockbuster was? I guess so that's indie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, we can't that. Okay, well, I had an entirely different... I was going to do that as my blockbuster, but it's, it has the spirit of an indie movie, so I'm kind of... It's an indie film. I'm out in the cold here on that. The shirt. It's the yeah. thing. I'm going to do the thing for my blockbuster. What's the thing? The thing. Somebody had to... What is that? This We're is doing a who's on first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't prepare for it, baby. Don't worry. Uh, John Carpenter, man. The f- set in Antarctica. Can we just... Can we just like... <laughs> I can't prepare. John, John Carter, man. What else is there to say? Tell me more about this director I've never heard of before. Oh, it's a little indie film like you never heard of. Give him space. Yeah, let him talk. Let him talk. You know, in terms of a winter movie, it, it's you know obviously it's it's the, it's the winter practice. in Antarctica. Like yeah, like you can't get any more winter. It's than the that. thing, man. I mean, the practical effects. I don't think they've ever been replicated in terms of, especially in that. Was it 1980? absolutely insane practical effects yeah it is like when talking about practical effects it is kind of a hallmark to the point where you can't really even replicate it i think it would be sick if somehow we were to i don't know i'm saying we like this is something i've thought about in my head there's there's a short story that was written where it was from the perspective of the thing and i think it'd be really interesting to see i don't know what would be able to hold up over the course of an entire film but to have the perspective of the thing for a short film where it's like i'm wearing blair's skin and that's like that's like when you're reading the story that's like how it's how it's fucking talking or I jesus mean, christ had I mean, been frozen for a hundred thousand years i think right and i walk around thinking about wearing people's skin all the time Talk about blue balls. Like the opening five minutes of the movie when he's just still frozen like What's that like? Yeah. That's the movie yeah. I want. Yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> that's the short film that we have a budget for. Slowly, yeah. <laughs> the Swedish people slowly yeah. melt him down. I, I think the mystery over who is actually infected with it is like, you know, key to the film working as well as it does. But over uh, for a short film, like having it from the perspective of the actual monster is really interesting. And it's a story that's been re- recreated so many times in different variations. Sure. Where you can sure. just have a basically a room of people and you're trying to figure out who is the monster. It's like 12, <laughs> it's like 12 angry men. Yeah. 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 Do you know how I was just thinking that? Yeah. Mix, mix with like, yeah, like, yeah the, the, the thing from planet nine. Like it's, I, I, I don't know. There's like, if we wanted to do that, it's so expensive. It's so like intense, like, and you have to have your shit so well together, like, to watch that film. 
I don't know the behind the scenes of the thing, but man, it it feels like those people came in with a fucking vision and like executed mm-hmm. like a motherfucker. I got like they yeah. knew their shit. Like you know, it's gonna be a fucking thing, and that's why like to this day, what you're talking about, John is like. You can't get the fucking thing that climbs up and out of the guy's yeah. torso. That shit is like bananas awesome. Dude, the image like, perfect to this storm day, of people. To this day, it's yeah. still like, that is fucking, that's yeah. key, a keystone, man. That shit is fucking. That movie has a very visceral. No, what, separate yeah. It's still what we yeah. shoot for. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. You separate yeah. the movie from the, from the special effects, which yeah. is like insane. Yeah. The opening five minutes of that movie is a helicopter chasing a wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is... The most beautifully shot. Yeah. It like the best dog acting. Shout out to one thing about this movie is just like every time I watch it, it's hard for me to separate that it's a movie. Like I'm Mm. like John Carpenter's films have a weird effect on me where I feel very immersed in them. Mm. I don't know how else to explain it, but then like when I watch the thing, I'm like, this has happened to them. I don't see the line. I love when movies do that. You can feel the cabin fever that they're going through. You can really sense that these guys want to fucking like get at each other's throats. Yeah. Yeah, So, oh, sorry. Carpenter's fingerprints, every movie he's ever done is all over everything. Like Assault on Precinct 13 is every action movie after that. You know, Halloween and The Thing is every horror movie after that. So, like, if we're doing this cold movie thing, the thing has to be there. It just it's like gotta, yeah, it's arguably we we'd be fucking stupid if we didn't put it in. <laughs> and watchability. Might I add though that oh. Day After Tomorrow also begins in okay. Antarctica, <laughs> but okay. it is a globe trotting film. Watch, watch it, hold on, but watchability also does not get much better than eighties Kurt Russell. No, like, just like yeah. who are we kidding? The man, the man is the man is a, the man is a goddamn hunk in this. Yeah. Number two, can I just actually provide some context? Character. The first time I saw this was sitting in a yeah. car dealership waiting for my car to be serviced and i was completely immersed there was so much happening around me and i was just like no i i'm devoted to the thing right now like this is amazing there was a guy that came over your car's done that's great give me a minute like it's like the movie i'm in the movie that's like when we watch double jeopardy and the rock on silent fucking brilliant it's a great movie i watch those jokes but anyways the thing is awesome no thing is a fantastic movie all right all right so let's go to wing number six son of that last one was spicy here we go starting now a little bit already (laughs) doing the clock i feel like the one of the women in star trek (laughs) starting clock now i'm close to that hiccup level it's sitting there it was fine eating it Oh god, so good. Yeah, it lingers. It's getting hot. Dude, that is a delicious hot sauce though. I gotta give it that. Uh oh. No, if you get it oh, no. you get it good, John, that was good. If you get it on the back of the throat, it's not uh it doesn't go well. No, the back of the throat and I just like inhaled a lot. I think yeah. that's my favorite one so far. I literally oh, just yeah, tried to eat that in one bite and it was the best that's, Ooh, that's like Ooh. the right that's like you say that was yeah, that was a tiki masala one. It's getting spiral. I want six of those and then I don't want any hotter. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I agree. This is where it's about to get to. Yeah, this, this is where it's going to tip over. It's good to know that there's an there's an upper limit. For I realize oh, I had so many boy. still on my plate. Oh, All right. All right. All right. So let's get to Yost's Ooh. films. You're up sixth, sir. What do you got? All right. For my indie, I got Ravenous. Ooh, I like that pick. Ravenous is, is one of my favorites. Oh, no, uh, Guy Pierce. Why the fuck am I blanking on every? Because my hot. <laughs> Well, um, like uh, Begbie from uh, Train Spotting. Why is no one helping with that? Uh, Robert Carlyle. Robert Carlyle. Yep. It's yeah. basically this guy, like, um, essentially, like, uh, 
is a hero, but like he's not really a hero in the Civil War, and his his CO kind of fucking sees that, so he sends him to like the middle of nowhere, like Colorado, to take care of like another outpost, like in the middle of Civil War, and he gets there, and um, cannibals are involved. Uh, Blur does the soundtrack. Blur. Ooh. It's pretty fucking, yeah, yeah. Wait, Damian is it Albert. Blur? Or is it just... Damien Albert. Yeah. Have you ever done another? Oh, yeah. It's Damien yeah, Albert. Damien Albert does another. Yeah, so Damien Albert does the soundtrack. And basically, it's just like, does cannibalism make you... It's like a It's like a play on like on all that. How's it going? Spicy. Yeah. That was so good. Dude, you go. That's your face. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. This is where I feel like I now can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I a really bad cut on my phone. Right now. It's going very oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 Rabbit is It's like it, it, I thought it was fitting for not only this, but also uh, the, the the winter thing. Uh, it's a dark comedy. It was not intended to be a dark comedy. It was like intended to play by drama. Well, those like are the drama. best. What year is this one? Uh, 1997, 98? It's, it's late 90s or early yeah, 2000s. Yeah. I think it's 99. It is one of my favorite. It sounds awesome. I have not seen yeah. this. It is yeah. one of my favorite Never movies ever made. It is fucking intensely funny and terrifying. And Robert Carlyle and Guy Pierce are like pitted against each other as like cannibals, and like one turns into a cannibal because he eats stew from a person that was eaten in like these outposts, and then gets. Cool. It's it's awesome. So um, what you're saying is that people are addicting. So where's the cold, where's the cold factor? It happens in the Colorado mountains in the middle of winter. It so. is so fucking people. Fun. They taste like I chicken. Watch yes. this. It is so much fun. It is so much fucking fun. It is one of my favorite films. Who else has seen this? Also, yeah. Robert Carlyle. So, yes, I want to build off one thing that you said earlier is that I, I I do really like this movie. It's like a horror comedy satire yeah. situation. Oh, okay. But the only like reason I didn't totally connect with it because it feels like what you said. It wasn't intended to be. So it felt like yeah. it was constantly fighting with itself. Yeah. Of like, is this serious or is this a horror satire? Like, so, so my brain. Exactly. So it felt like my brain. <laughs> and and that was the only thing I yeah. didn't love about it. But like, it is so cool. Oh and like, like, I was like, they walk across their snowshoes like, ah! Yeah, it's <laughs> like, fucking it, crazy. But like, it's supposed to be like, yeah. in when they shot it, I was like, that was be terrifying. And it's like, and it's just silly. It's like, uh, oh, really? what, what's, yeah. what's Damien Auburn's, uh, it's like gorillas are playing in the back. <laughs> each other in the uh, civil war it's, it's like it's like a mix between like the scariest fucking thing you've ever seen and south park it's so much fun <laughs> it's so much good time all right so, so um, let's go to your blockbuster blockbuster are you guys ready for this yes. oh, yeah. yeah no aliens versus predator 2004 was that yours contender? no i picked mine you heard i went first <laughs> Wow, I never aliens thought versus, about that one, but it's in, not, Predator, it's in Antarctica. The first one, baby. I hate this movie. Are you what? fucking serious? <laughs> it's not a bad movie. Peter, that is one of the best <laughs> Alien vs. Predator movies ever. Buddy, what are you, <laughs> what are you going to stop him? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, boy. When you see a movie called Alien vs. Predator, what are you going in for? Alien vs. Predator. Predator. You go and get there. You go okay, and get your Alien vs. Predator. Why do I need to see it? I don't. Yeah. That, is my, that is one of my favorite Versus versus, so I'm a I'm a kid of comic books, so I would watch. Uh, Wait, what's your I, would, second? I, would, I would always read Batman versus Predator, or uh, you know uh, Daredevil versus this. Like I would I would be reading comics all the time, and like Aliens versus Predator popped up like a long time ago. Dark Horse was like, listen, we're gonna fucking do Aliens fucking versus Predator. And you're like, you're out of your fucking mind. And those comics were fucking on point. They were fucking they they melded those two worlds so well, and this movie did such a good job at it and like 
no one likes it because no one's a fucking nerd. And that's totally fine. But that movie is perfect. That is the perfect matchup between Alien and Predator. Weird flex, bro. It's it's perfect. Are you serious? Like, it's it's got a fucking underground pyramid. That shit is the most. Now, I would like to kick it to Stegs here, who's been raising his hand. Also, too, to make the point how this is a cold movie, because I haven't heard any of that shit. It takes place in Antarctica. The entire last fight is outside, up top, and it's like the ice crystals are breaking. I I do have to just commend you quickly, because if you're going to call Alien vs. Predator, you better come in the way you just came in. Yeah, and so you did make a solid, you know, like yeah, it's, it is. It is a better movie than it has any business Ooh, being. You mean? Oh like, no, 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 no! Are you are you challenging me? Yeah, he no, is. No, 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 are no, you no. challenging I, I can me? A quick challenge here. <laughs> what's, oh, a, what's up with your voice? Your reference for why this movie was good was because it was like the comics. Yes. So just because it's like the reference material. It's yeah. super cute. It's good. Yes. For me, personally. Gotcha. You asked me to get a blockbuster no, that listen, takes place in America. No, it's it is not a good movie, but no. it is a fun movie. You bite your tongue. Also, no. Because it it's, I get distracted by Come how on, bad man. it is. But I will it's watch a, it, Alien it, it ex- Predator it ex- any day. It expands the entire universe. It expands the entire universe. You learn more about Predators. You learn that they have like an ecosystem of Predators that like hierarchy. to play yeah. hierarchy that, that that young predators have to go fight this thing. But come on, that's world building shit. Right I think there. what's more this shocking is, is that Mike, direct quote: Micah just said he would watch this movie every day. No, any <laughs> you day. have you have two, you have two hours of every day to watch the universe. I would watch this movie twice doing? a day, and at the end of it, <laughs> you introduce the new thing that is part of the Xenomorph family is the uh, Predator alien. Yeah, I just yeah. found myself so, like, caring literally... less and less about this movie. Yeah, this movie sure did. On. Listen, let, yes, like <laughs> you should have quit three minutes ago. Yeah, dude, no, you no, had no, a great no. case, and now I you're disagree. just like, hey, I have a great I case. I will say, this director really ruins every video game movie ever. He does. He does. Because I just Kombat. watched Monster Hunter, and it could have been a beautiful <laughs> Resident movie, Evil. but it was horrible. I mean, who is this director? I don't know who this is. Paul W. S. Anderson. You don't really know. Paul W. S. Anderson. Okay, I know the name. He directed Magnolia. And no, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD Anderson. All right. PTSD. Well, really shitty. Boogie that. Nights. I don't know what this is. What's Boogie Nights? So, <laughs> listen, Yost, you're not here right now. That's fine. He's not. He's he's going and getting other wings. Oh God. Listen, the Yost, next level. If we're talking about passion for the movie, like we have to consider you because you came in hot. Oh. Yeah. And but he you didn't know, come respect. in cold. And he, he committed. Didn't come in cold. You're All right, so we are on our seventh it's wing. Yost, you burned my wing, bro. It's so fucking hot, like not spicy, but like yeah, just temperature. Hot. I was like twice as hot as all. They've been sitting in the oven, right? Mm-hmm. Man, it's hot. What the temperature is the oven? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, one second. I want to last stab it real quick. In in 2000s. Just a quick moment to uh, shout out our sponsors, Coors Light. Thank you for uh, <laughs> <laughs> here. All right, so Stegs. Yeah, it's your next, right? Stegs, I, I feel like this is this has got to be your MVP moment here because like you you've been you've been helping everyone else out on on all of their movies. Now it's all up to you. So we'll put it this way. You know, a couple of these were a couple of the ones that have already been said were definitely entries that I was passionate about that were probably my number one spots. Again, thank you. No worries, no worries. But so we're getting a little avant garde here, not too not too avant garde, but um I am the my indie, we'll start with that. Um I'm 
relatively passionate about. It's one of my all-time favorite watch movies. Is uh, the Canadian fantastic film Goon. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. That's a solid one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a deep I am impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Just talk shit way too early because that, that shit has hit me now. Yeah, no, it's there. It's there. <laughs> no, Goon, all right. So Goon is fantastic. It's, it's, a, it's about enforcers. Yeah, it's about enforcers in hockey. Strong. It takes place in Halifax. Now, as far as successful movies go, this is, I think it's about a $10 million budget, $8 million budget, $7 million, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um, it's with Sean William Scott, 2011. Uh, Lee Schreiber uh, is in it as well. The, the villain, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, the penultimate goon. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's phenomenal. And, and the best part about this is... Ross Ray. The, yep, absolutely. Ross the boss. Ross, Ross the boss, Ray. And the best Ray. part about this is okay. you get full commitment from both. Like I mean, like this is such a phone-in role for Lee Schreiber. He should just not do it, but he doesn't phone in at all. Yeah. He oh. comes in hard. He's yeah. fantastic. It's a fantastic role for him. But where the really impressive part is, is going to be Sean William Scott. Because Sean William Scott, generally speaking, especially at this point, 2011, like careers on the downslope. He's got a couple good movies in there. I mean, The Rundown, phenomenal action comedy. Do not laugh at that. You know he's no, right. The Rundown, phenomenal. Like the definition of a movie that's on TV that you continue to watch. Good um, fucking movie. But uh, he's known for kind of over-the-top comedy. He's known you know? for Stifler. Right? Yeah, Stifler, yeah. over-the-top kind of comedy. His role in this is actually like so subdued um, that it plays against type so much, and he—it's just like a fantastic role for him. And the whole movie is just fun. And this, in fact, this movie was actually in in the, in the history of Canada, it's the only time a Canadian movie has been number one at the box office. Oh, wow, um, that's right. Yeah. Jay, Jay, what was his name? Jay Bruchelser. Was telling? Um, yeah, I heard. I, was I forget who. I forget who uh, directed this movie. Michael but, Douse is his name. Yeah, so not, he's done nothing. Good. Not really. And, it's, and honestly, the direction is fine. But it's based in how it's a story. It's, yeah, not the second. It's a game. story, and it's the performance. We're talking about cold, and we're talking about like isolation from cold. And while this this has a little bit of twofold here, obviously we're on the ice for uh, for all this like be integral to the actual story of like you know just being like kind of hard nosed guys, and it's like a real ragtag like. I think it's a triple A ball team. I mean, not ball team. It's a puck team. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like called up. Yeah, yeah. Called but up it also account. takes place in he moves from I think like uh, Worcester or like somewhere like that, like a Worcester. Yeah, Worcester, like industrial, like you know, relatively popular. But he moves to they move to Halifax, and that's where he like gets eventually transferred. And like Halifax actually is like a decent sized town, but like that's not the vibe in this movie. It's like very desolate Canadian towns. It's cold, it's barren, and he's just like yeah. kind of like the first time in his life where he's coming into something. And, like finds his place and like you know yeah, just like parents come to the yeah. game and, and this like, is just one of the all-time oh eugene levy's in it it's like yeah, it's yeah, like one of the yeah. all-time most watchable movies it's like i remember watching this movie and it was like well after it came out like, like probably 2016 or, or later it had and an incredible netflix run oh yeah. my god it was it just is like one of the all-time <laughs> surprises that like, went from like being a, like a movie that i thought i liked but it was like so freaking enjoyable this movie yeah. is so yeah. good and it's like Cold centric. I think if we're giving like out cold and stuff like that, I think I think like a Halifax oh, yeah. oh, hockey movie yeah, during yeah. the winter yeah. has to be a Solid. play. And I think um, while this might not have the clout of some of these other ones that are being mentioned, as far as watchability is concerned, it's got to be there. I yeah, I mean, I fucking love this said. movie. Yeah. It's got everything. Like yeah. the romance story between him and Allison Pill is incredible. Yeah. So yeah. like yeah. so yeah. charming and so unbelievable. It's it's great. Allison Pill is fantastic. Honestly, yeah, she's great. And like honestly. 
I'm a big pill fan. Pill fan. I like so to pop like the pills. pills. I like to pop the pills. And honestly, if you're if you're a fan of hockey, it nails this idea of like enforcer culture yeah. just to the T. And like, like oh, that's so not for everyone. It like hits the AHL sort of mark. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that, yeah, it makes me nostalgic for the River Rats. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. dude. All I could think of was like River Rats versus rats. Philadelphia Phantoms. Yeah. Incredible yeah. choice, sex. Let's go to the No, hold on. Can we can we take a quick second? Jim, how are we doing? How you doing, Jim? I am sweating. Thanks, <laughs> 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 I'm not, not <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> My so, lips are fucking burning. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, all right, so I, want, I do want to hear the blockbuster. So, Stags, we got to hear it now. We got your indie. What's your blockbuster? Nice. I, I'll say right now, as far as heat goes, I like for some reason my lips aren't that hot, but my pulse is like a nice one fifteen. What's going on? Just sitting there. But no. So, okay. well, I think I'm hundred and forty. I am fully aware that this movie has no business on this list. Great. Um, oh, and good intro. And also. I mean, like, I think, like, we kind of all agree, like, The Thing's amazing. That should be number one. I think The Shining hasn't been mentioned. That's a great, like, winter movie. The whole oh, yeah. catalyst I still of that movie. can't believe The Shining that, hasn't been mentioned. It's the whole catalyst of movies. They're snowed in. Like, it's a fucking, well, like, how much, important How much movie. can you say about exactly. The Shining that hasn't so been So I can't say that much about The Shining. So instead, I'll say a lot about this shit movie that I'm about to mention. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so... As you've seen, like you know, I think we've all agreed that Antarctica during the winter is the most cold situation possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey, except yeah. maybe, sp- maybe space. Aliens, Predator Two. Shout out to space. Shout out to space. Shout out to space. So nothing gets colder than uh, than storm season during the uh, uh, Antarctic winters, obviously, right? So that brings us straight to the fantastic uh, film. Eight Below, uh, featuring uh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Ride and die, ride and die. This is the most passionate anyone has been after someone has mentioned a film. So it's pretty good evidence that Eight Below is the top dog. (laughs) Pun intended. Um, This is a great film. Jim's falling over because he loves Eight Below so fucking much. Um, Like this is like this guy's great supporting actors. Paul Walker does his best. It uh, it's not great. <laughs> as um, best as he can do. It, it's not great. He um, looks good doing. Jason Biggs. Jason Biggs is the most knockoff, like supporting, like Steve Zahn character you can find. Um, that being said, Steve Zahn's and, awesome. and like you know, what? I will say this: the one thing about I, I've always enjoyed watching this movie. It's a goofy freaking movie, but. Um, there's not a whole lot of times you can watch just dogs just be dogs. Snow dogs. Any, no, no, without any like human characteristics <laughs> you and have it be, have it be, dogs. have it be a fun movie. <laughs> so, do you follow the Instagram page the dogs. Dodo because you can watch dogs be dogs, dogs there? Dogs. Yeah, but they don't get featured in the top movies about Antarctic that's, winters. That's true. Which eight below is I a mean, top the thing. dog. Um, so, anyways, that's my point. Everyone's so passionate about this movie. Obviously, yeah, everyone's obviously not the thing, but I think it's I the close one B. I think this movie was ruined by its trailer, right? Is this is a similar thing to Kangaroo Jack? Okay. Wow. Wow. Before you go further, I'm not sure I want someone endorsing (laughs) Kangaroo Jack as the as the reason. But yeah, so classic, classic piece of cinema. I I don't think deliver. I don't know if I'm confusing Kangaroo or um, Eight Below and Snow Dogs. A classic, but I don't think it fucking matters. It's the same. The commercials for Kangaroo Jack emphasized the kangaroos' rap hallucinations. Hip hop, the hippie, the hippie, the hippie, the but the kangaroo doesn't talk. It's a regular kangaroo in the movie. But in the trailer, it's like, oh, there's a fucking talking kangaroo in this movie. He does talk. I'm gonna bring my kids. 
in Snow Dogs, there's a similar hallucination <laughs> scene or whatever show. <laughs> I don't know which movie I'm Snow talking. Dogs is a superior. <laughs> Honestly, Jim, the combination of wings yeah, and, and beers has Dogs. just wiped your brain at this point. <laughs> so I gotta cut you off, man. I wanna just, I wanna just put a final, in more ways than one. I'm gonna put a final touch on this, though. <laughs> Touch, touch it up. No, I'm going to put the final touch. Is that I am clearly much more passionate about Goon as an actual entry here. But yes. I think I mean, it was April O, you know, movies need to be taken for what they are and judged in the context of what they are. And, like, Goon is a credibly watchable movie. And, like, April O is a goofy freaking family yeah. movie. But, you know, it's a winter movie. And it's a fun movie. It's got dogs. So that's my <laughs> entry. All right. Wing number eight. Ooh, that's a lot. I We're just getting there. A ton yeah, of getting there. getting there. Rest in peace to everyone's buttholes. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I've been dead for a while. Well, honestly, that sauce is fucking phenomenally tasty. It's, it's really good. So, so good. It's a slow burn. One of my favorites. One of my like Wind River. It came in hot. Like the 2004 film Day After Tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> So, so we do need it. Uh, let's go through Corey's picks. Oh. All right. So that wing was really fucking hot. <laughs> and now I need to make my choices. And it's going to be a struggle. So, Dude, you have like oh a God. plethora of picks right now. Up my yeah, I have so many picks. Milk or my nose. You, you an almond milk boy? No, I'm good. It's oat milk. Right. Everyone's settled. Let's get this, let's get this build up. All right. All right. So... <laughs> Uh, everybody did their indie first, so I'm doing my blockbuster first. Oh, fuck me. Fuck you guys. Uh, mostly fuck Yost for these wings. Um, all right, so The Shining's still on the board. I'm not going to pick it because it's... Oh! Shining's uh, off the board. I, I like it. I, I respect that. So, you know what? The Shining would win, but, yeah. like, that's no fun. Uh, I have The Hateful Eight on there. Great movie, but no. Wow. I'm going with... Uh, I really like that movie, to be honest with you. Yeah, so do I. I'm going with Groundhog Day. Wow. Love it. Mm. Love it. Directed by Harold Ramis, 1993, $13 million budget. Beam's going to call me out if I don't explicitly explain the cold. So Correct. every time they wake up in the morning, <laughs> the DJs on the radio say, it's cold out there. It's cold out there every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. I mean, you know. What can you say about Groundhog Day? They keep ripping this movie off, and not 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 in a bad way. I mean, I love Edge of Tomorrow. I love Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Great, vivid entertainment <laughs> film. There's so many. It's like Palm Springs. It's, 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 it's the past tense. Okay. These wigs are getting me. Palm Springs. What about palms being sprung? Yeah. The uh, they keep they keep just remaking this movie. There's also that a uh, Happy Death Day movie that is the horror one. Um, so, you know, what can you say? It's a hugely influential movie. So funny. Bill Murray at his best. Harold Ramis at his best. Well, eh, you can make an argument for Ghostbusters for both of those things. Oh, totally. It's not either here nor there. Um, Groundhog Day, phenomenal movie. Uh, I'm going to go to my indie. And that one is 1985's Better Off Dead. Has anyone seen this movie? John Cusack, right? Yes. So yeah, 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 it yeah. is John Cusack. Yeah. And it is a rom-com from yeah. the 80s. He is skiing, yeah, sure, and he tries to win back a girl via a skiing contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually what it's always sunny. That skiing episode was based on. The best way to get a girl (laughs) is to be be someone quit at skiing. You'll ski, you'll ski. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of hot tub time machine. Yeah, that uh, takes from Better Off Dead. That's pretty phenomenal. Ironically, and everything. 
you know, in Hot Tub Time Machine, it's super ironic. You know, he stares into the camera and says, it's a hot tub time machine. That's neither here nor there. Um, it's the absurdist, surrealist comedy in Better Off Dead. There is a musical sequence in which an animated yes. burger comes to life yes. and sings Everybody Wants Some by Van Halen. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> That's a winner right there. Yeah. There's a, a child newspaper delivery boy who keeps showing up in the movie and just keeps yelling at John Cusack's character, I want my $2. Uh, and it's like this horror figure that keeps showing up in his life. And Better Off Dead is just a phenomenal movie. I mean, I know it's not going to get picked, but I need That's to put some solid. shine on Better Off Dead's name because cut. y'all need to see it. And All right, I will. That, you know that's, what? That's your indie pick? Yeah, that's my indie pick. It was $3 million in 1985. Still counts because that is an adjusted inflation of 8.5. I did all the math. Fucking love it. I respect that. Little Lottie fucking dog. Like <laughs> animated animated burger singing Van Halen. You had me right there. Yeah, right. I don't know. That sounds fantastic. I feel like I'm currently no... seeing an animated burger somewhere. Nothing says winter like animated burger singing Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, there's no drugs involved in it at all. It's just like it's just whimsy and fantasy. Yeah, they definitely came up with that. Yeah. Well, in the movie, no yes. drug, all no the drug, drug game whatsoever. The director's name is Savage Steve Coke. Holland, Coke. and that's what he goes by professionally. So you know, eighties. I think he did a lot of coke. I think we all <laughs> fucked up with our director. Name. I don't know what cocaine it really is. Can I? Can I just say really quickly? This is a spicy fucking movie. <laughs> I want to. Can you convince me why Palm Sprungs is uh, is an entry? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I have no kids. Oh man. No, right. I, I think I do say I say Groundhog Day is the shit. That's like, and and that is like this. I know like the snow's not there all the time, but like I feel like it's a it's a winter movie. Like they get stuck there in the it's first on February second. It's on February. the it's on where winter turns. Are that get seems spring? like a participation trophy, is what I just heard. My man, my man but is carving ice. Day, I love. I mean, that's a legendary. Film. It's all right. Like that, in, that's like a, yeah. and it is like again talking about like in the culture, like that is like just so mimicked. That's but such a good movie. is there? In Groundhog Day, a stop motion song about Groundhog Day. No, there is not. But you know what does have that? Oh, if you're about to say Dab for Tomorrow, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> no, I'm going to say Jack Frost. Wow. <laughs> All right. So the way we figured this out is everybody submitted three picks to me. Blind right. vote. Blind vote. Blind vote. And I tallied up the points. And here we are. So with indie movies. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind in last with fourth. Well, not in last because it actually got votes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Four, Frozen with seven. Good job, Beam. Goon with ten. In Bruges with thirteen. Nice song. Wind River with seventeen. And our winner in the indie category with twenty-four is Fargo. Wow. Wow. Bullshit. Goon deserved more. It makes sense. Goon deserved more. Wait, wait. Who is Fargo? That would be Micah. So Micah is in the final round. And for blockbusters, Alien vs. Predator with two, Jeremiah Johnson with four, Outcult also with four, Groundhog Day with five, The Day After Tomorrow with nine, Cliffhanger with 11 in second place, and in first place, The Thing with 28 points. Deservedly so. Never did I think that fucking cliffhanger was going to get beat up by The Thing, but here we are. People deserve more points than pretty much nothing other than other than Alien vs. Day after tomorrow. Eight below deserved more points than eight below. No, no, Victoria, also, you got Go- lucky with place. those votes on Day After Tomorrow. I don't know if that's Are you kidding me? It's a great movie. It's not. Yes, it is. So right now, 
you guys need to eat these wings and I all that sauce gone and then you lick it up and then it, uh, you tell us why we should pick your fucking movie. Motherfucker! Wait. Between Fargo and the Thing, well, I, well, that's a, actually that's a yeah. great matchup. That's it's a, a great matchup. I think that's like honestly like a dynamite matchup. So we will get set up and get ready to go because um, I, I need I need. You want to go first, sir? Micah, Joe, I need clear plates, clear minds. I need all of it gone, like all the sauce, everything I just gave you. You need to eat all of that, and then you need to tell us what we're doing here. You mean all this? All right. So in this final round, we have Micah representing Fargo. We have Joe representing the thing. They are about to eat our number nine sauce. It is the scorpion, and it looks fucking Eve like of the terror. scorpion. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus it's Christ. Evil. It's fucking evil, dude. So, Joe, you are up first. You are going to discuss the thing. You are going to eat your wing, and then you are going to do it. Everybody else, here is your job. You don't get to vote based on what you like better. You get to vote based on who you think made the better case. So that is important. That's solid. I like that. All right, Joe, you're up. Go ahead. Am I dipping it in? in, in, Am I just going? You're doing whatever you want, man. All right, man. Well, I'm going for real. This is your life. (laughs) Go in, bro. Go in. Joe, I feel for you more than anyone right now. Everyone turned three shades pinker. (laughs) Yeah, for real. That sauce is so really hot. Come on. It's the thing. It has the greatest production design ever. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's Kurt Russell, man. (laughs) His hair is fucking fantastic. (laughs) He's got those cool goggles. Dude, everyone wants to dress up like McCready for Halloween. I did do in an article. We're talking cold. That's that's the coldest it gets. Just focus in on the cold. Yeah, dude. Focus in on the cold. Zen. Zen. I feel like the thing is taking over my body. Oh, it is. Because <laughs> you have ulcers. I have ulcers. Joe, you have ulcers. <laughs> I don't even care. I'm fighting through it. That's what it's about. It's about fighting through it, just like the thing does to infect everybody else in the camp. Wait, are you are you arguing for the thing? I'm arguing for the thing. As, as, as a protagonist, it's the protagonist. Just wipe out humanity. Don't touch humanity your eyes. Humanity is the disease, and that's what the thing is really about. <laughs> is the, It's the hero of the story. It's going to take us all out, and that's... And, and Kurt Russell's awesome. Fuck. And I don't really know how you top it. All right, Micah, eat your wing and make the case, sir. I kind of hate you for how confidently you're yeah, eating Yeah, yeah, I'm really pissed off. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to hit me. <laughs> yeah? Oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> get, a little, get a little last dab on there. Little I have so much on the right there. Oh, that's dab. the stuff that was cooked. That's the yeah. stuff that's fresh. Less dab. A little fresh. A little fresh. That's there. <sighs> His skin has even turned, like, pinkish. <sighs> Pinkish. Ever, ever, yeah, everyone I've told pinkish. you all before I started this that I feel the pain. I just enjoy it. <laughs> I didn't know this about you. Why don't you ask those poor souls up in Brainer what happened to the person who disagreed this movie's not the best? That's what it. movie? That's it? We don't even, you didn't get the movie title. I don't even know what your movie is. <laughs> this is not a case. Start over. Start it's Fargo. You're right? saying these winds are really fucking hot. Oh, I see it. One tear. You oh, started to sweat a little bit. Oh. Can I have a napkin, please? Nope. Make your case. Oh, wait, make your case. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, make the case. Oh, man. That's your case. <clears throat> uh, oh, oh, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm against the thing. I got nothing. <laughs> no one knows. Fargo, I think. All right. Oh, so, yeah? What a disappointing oh, yeah. final round. 
What? Disappointing? What do yeah, you mean? I, I, would, I would agree with that. Well, then you guys. <laughs> Seeing as Micah oh. just put himself through the wood chipper, despite <gasps> trying. <laughs> yeah, that nailed it. Despite trying to act so confident during his wang, I think we have to I'm go fine. with the thing, everyone. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think when one of the arguments didn't even mention the word cold, I think the thing probably wins. The thing I wins this argument, but it hands won. down. You're ready for win? One of the things we're going to do here for the winner is apparently you're about to get the hottest wing. I will say oh, yeah, going up against that. Fargo, that's – I mean both – the thing and Fargo are – they're, they're five they're, out of five movies. Yeah. What do you, what do, you do? What, what do you do, do with that? You just won because you're charismatic and Micah couldn't finish because, you know. Micah's like the most charismatic he's, he's, fucking dude I know. So I'm like. Oh. It's because Micah tanked it. That's why I'm thrown that. off. And he should have to eat the Thank other way. Thank you for giving me the honor of this. Oh, I agree with that. Consensus. Oh, right. You guys so, asked me to argue against one of my favorite uh, movies. Consensus. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> oh, you gotta do it. You, you gotta, gotta do it. You gotta do it now. Someone take a picture of this before we go so we just have a reference. It has a it has a nice taste. Oh, yeah, it's got a great taste. taste. <laughs> <laughs> it actually does. You're actually right. It's, it's exactly. like you're eating jet fuel. Yeah. It's like what the fuck am I even? Only like I mean like this stuff. We should not be eating a pole like by the dab, dude. I didn't I even do a dab. My man, my, my <laughs> man, you man did a like, like butter. You went past dab into dollop. All right, Joe. I think it is fitting that you won, seeing as you are also the one who has a movie coming out soon. Yeah. So. Real quick, if you have any honorable mentions or if you want to plug your film, you have the floor for one minute. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Avoid. My new movie coming out soon, July 10th. We're having a premiere at Madison Theater. 11th, jo- excuse me, July 11th, we're having a, a, a small public screening, kind of keeping that on the down low so we don't mess up our eligibility for festival submissions. Cool, then fuck your public screen. Jesus you know Christ. what? You know what? This is, is, this, is this my fucking minute or what? Yeah. Beyond that, uh, McCabe and Mrs. Miller. That was uh, one that I felt like wouldn't be a crowd pleaser. But it's Robert Altman. It's a winner movie. Fucking <laughs> yeah. I'm going to give... I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to keep I'm going to floor t- the rest of the minute to Victoria... To talk about her film, yeah, I, I yeah, I just I just directed a, a short film called Devour, and hopefully it will be in the film festival circuit soon. So keep a lookout for it, and you can look up the Facebook page or the Instagram Devour, directed by Victoria Diana, and check that shit out. And <clears throat> yeah, also, if you want, yeah. if you want to follow for Void, it's yeah a. What is it? The hell is that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Voidfilm.com. Oh, We're going to have a Times Union article coming out. <gasps> Ooh, Ooh a Times Union article. Hot dog. Yeah, well, you can find all these movies on apbfilm.com. apbfilm.com. Brought to you by Coors Light. When is this Times Union article? July 4th. The article comes out July 4th, right before the premiere on July 10th. I can't think of anything else important going on July 4th. All right, so go to Madison Theater on July 10th. Watch Avoid, watch Devour. I watched the trailers for both of these films, and I am quite excited. You guys did a great job. Excited to see the finished product. Thanks, guys. Uh, for us, you can follow us on at Back Porch Media on Instagram, at Porchback Media on Twitter. You can follow us on Apple. I feel like I'm dying. You can't follow Beam. I'm going to continue on this podcast in his stead. Every episode will be dedicated to him from here on out. Fuck! In the arms of... <laughs> it's a laugh. It hurts a laugh. I 
so you loud. can follow us on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> follow us on Spotify, rate and review us, do all those things. It is helpful. Everyone, it was an absolute pe- pleasure. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, no, it really wasn't. I am dying from heat, but I had the best time. It's one of those things where, like, it's like a really this. long hike. You're just proud of the accomplishment at the end. And I'm proud of everyone for sharing it with us. That's about it. See y'all. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.